0: you're listening to radio free hillsdale 101.7 fm i'm josh barker and this is the policy corner today we're going to take a look at hr 3617 the marijuana opportunity reinvestment and expungement act or more act it was introduced in the house last may by democrat representative jerry nadler of new york but it was not discharged from its respective house committees until the end of this march The House passed a legislation 220 to 204 on April 1st, and it now heads to the Senate. The bill would decriminalize marijuana. It would eliminate it from the Controlled Substances Act and get rid of criminal penalties for individuals who manufacture, distribute, or possess marijuana. It would also have a retroactive impact and, quote, shall apply to any offense committed, case pending, and conviction entered before, on, or after the date of this act. It includes a right for any individual to petition a court for expungement of a marijuana-related crime. The bill would still allow federal employees to undergo drug tests for marijuana. The bill would establish a marijuana tax and accompanying trust fund. The tax would start at 5% and increase over a five-year period to 8%. The products would be taxed upon removal from the premises of the producer or release from customs based on that price, rather than the final sale price. The tax would not apply to FDA-approved products, or industrial hemp. The bill would also establish an occupational tax. Each producer or export warehouse owner would be required to pay a tax of $1,000 per year. The Congressional Budget Office estimates that these taxes would raise $8 billion over 10 years. Those funds would go into the Opportunity Trust Fund, which would be used to establish the Office of Cannabis Justice, tasked with establishing a community reinvestment grant program. It would provide funds, quote, to administer services for individuals adversely impacted by the war on drugs. these funds could go to causes ranging from job training and health education programs to legal aid for civil and criminal cases involving prior cannabis convictions. The individuals targeted for assistance will be at or below 250% of the federal poverty level for at least five of the last 10 years, which is currently under $32,000 for an individual or $55,000 for a family of three. The individual also must have been arrested for or convicted of sale, possession, use, manufacture, or cultivation of cannabis, or whose parent, spouse, sibling, or child has been arrested or convicted of one of those crimes. It will ensure that the Small Business Administration's programs and services are also available to cannabis-related businesses, including for loans and loan guarantees. Representative Hakeem Jeffries told members of the House of Representatives that passing the Moore Act was necessary to right past wrongs. Richard
1: Nixon began the failed war on drugs a little over 50 years ago in 1971. At the time, there were less than 300,000 Americans incarcerated in this country. Today, there are 2.3 million, disproportionately Black and Latino. Many of those individuals who have been incarcerated are there because of non-violent drug offenses, often marijuana possession and use. We have a prison industrial complex in America. It doesn't advance public safety and it hurts economic development. It has ruined individuals, ruined lives, ruined families, and ruined communities. It's time to end the federal cannabis prohibition. It's time to invest in communities in a way that makes sense, both from a public safety standpoint, as well as a fairness, equity and justice standpoint. It's time to pass the MORE Act.
0: Representative Bob Good of Virginia says that legalization is the wrong approach.
1: The priority of this Congress now turns to
0: expanding access to addictive, behavior-altering recreational drugs at a time when our country is also experiencing increased addiction, depression and suicide. What's worse, we want to target those individuals and communities who are historically most impacted by the harm of illegal drugs and provide federal funding to help enable criminals to open and operate now legal drug businesses. Law enforcement tells me that legalizing marijuana will force the criminal element to redouble their efforts into hard, more dangerous drugs to replace the profit that's been
2: lost from marijuana.
0: Mississippi Representative Stephen Palazzo says that legalization only leads to further harm and substance abuse.
2: In states with legalized marijuana, there are more marijuana-related emergency room visits and hospitalizations than any other category. Patients in a study using marijuana to treat pain, anxiety, and depression failed to report improved symptoms, and the continued use of marijuana brought risk of addiction known as cannabis abuse disorder. The National Institute on Drug Abuse found that about 30% of marijuana users have some form of use disorder. In Colorado, the leading state for legalizing marijuana, there was a 25% increase in CUD among 12 to 17-year-olds. These are our children.
0: That's all for now. Thanks for tuning into Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.